Tonight, Arcane's time-bending game Deathloop has been delayed until 2021, which means that we're already playing it and our loop has begun. Welcome to BRB AFK. Nice. You nailed that. You nailed it. Well said. Going to talk about some very relevant pop culture news. We're trying to see how this works out. A little segment in between our or evergreen episodes so without any further ado scott if you want to start us off i will my first bit of news is bittersweet one of my favorite shows of all time supernatural is finally closing up shop (laughs) finally (laughs) you're a fan though right boston of the show Mm. (laughs) fan is a strong word (laughs) right so they're releasing the final episodes starting on october 8th through i think ryan said seven episodes yeah, seven more episodes left. Right, and then the series finale will be on November 19th. That's sad times. However, yep. the good news is Justin Ackles is going to be starring in season three of The Boys. Oh, yes. Which I'm very excited about. Who's he playing? If I'm not mistaken, it's Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy? So he's going to be like Superman? No, Soldier Boy. Have, have you either one of you guys watched the first season of The Boys? No, but I'm going to watch the entire season now because of this. I need to finish it up because I saw like the first two episodes was like, yay, it sucks for the comics. And then apparently it did not for the rest of it. So I need to catch up. It's one of those weird things. I hated the comic book. Oh, you did? Love Preacher, the comic book, but hated Preacher, the TV show, and love the boys TV show. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And it's kind of one thing I just realized, too, that kind of makes sense that jensen is going to boys season three is i think the boys tv show is eric kripke it is yes oh that's right yep and that's what that was creator of supernatural okay so that's kind of cool because what else he done he did that one show where all the power went out oh uh, i know what you're talking about what was that Got show the name about? of that show to save my life and then he did a really fun NBC time traveling show. That, no, not Dark Angel. <laughs> oh my God, that show. Whew. That was some dark times for TV. Let's see what you did there, Ryan. What was that TV show? Hold up. He was in Days of Our Lives? Wait, who? Eric Kripke? No. Jensen Ackles. Who did he play? Really? And then I got to pretend I don't have any idea who his character is. <laughs> Eric Brady from oh. 97 to 2000. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Look at him. God, it looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas with a chin. Oh, it's great. I'm gonna Revolution was that show, by the way, Ron. Revolution? Okay. Yes. Which was mm-hmm. fairly good. And then he did that that show that went on NBC for only like two seasons in a movie about time traveling. Oh, Timeless? Yes. Also pretty good, I thought. Was but he on Timeless? Not Jensen Inc. Echo. I was yeah, talking about Eric Kripke. Eric Kripke, yeah. 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 Timeless was good. But Boys is so good. Amazon is picked up the third season before the second season premieres yet. Oh, that's yeah, that's saying something. I'm really excited. That was actually the reason I got to catch up with the boys season one, is I am so excited. Stormfront is a woman mm-hmm. in the show, and I don't know how far y'all got in the comic, but in the comic, Stormfront was super Nazi. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Literally, he was Superman, but a Nazi. Okay. The fact that Stormfront is a woman now, I'm like, okay, everything is different. I have to dive into this head first. Right. Oh, and it's Aya Cash as Stormfront. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Oh, my God. 
Go ahead. Because <laughs> I was looking at the show sheet wrong because that name was familiar. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, a really good show that's completed and on Hulu, you're the worst. Yes. You're the worst. Almost like a millennial Seinfeld because that's the only shorthand I can think of. But it's so much more. It was super powerful. Her character is bipolar. It's the most realistic portrayal of the bipolar disease. Like I was watching oh, wow. that and I had to stop watching the show for a couple months after that episode when it's revealed. Damn. Yeah. Super good. I'm glad that we were able to stay on topic the entire time. <laughs> we, we are doing, <laughs> don't we, we always? Are, we are doing great. <laughs> so for people who don't know much about the Soldier Boy uh, character, I, I know you, you probably are very familiar with it. So could you let everyone know what it is? I'll let Boston because I don't think I got that far into the book. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, Boston. But this is not Soldier Boy the singer. Oh, really? Okay. I was, hoping, I was hoping it was. Is he like their Captain America? The description? He's Captain America, but a parody of Captain America, second in command of Payback, the Avengers. However, whereas Steve was always like, you know, super in there, if he doesn't have the team behind him, he shits <laughs> his pants. Oh, wow. He's first introduced to drive home the Captain America parody in the Herogasm arc shown having sex with Homelander. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. How they're describing him, it says he's the, he's the original superhero. After Soldier Boy fought in World War II, he became the first super uh, celebrity and a mainstay of American culture for decades. Basically, Captain America, because in Boys, all the villains of the show are based on real-life uh, superheroes. Not real-life, but DC and Marvel superheroes. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't gotcha. think they did a Spider-Man. They better not have, because Spider-Man's pure damage. I don't think there was ever a direct Spider-Man. Yeah. There was the G-Men. Yeah. Oh, God, because the Wolverine parody was, he just had just mallets for hands. Yeah, uh, so good. Yeah. The Batman stuff. Yeah, most of the big squads. I don't remember there being a Spider-Man specifically. No, I can't. I was trying to, I mean, I, I, didn't, I bowed out kind of out maybe halfway through the, through the series, but I don't remember it. But yeah, but I'm excited for it. Season one has some really good episodes, so that's good. How far did you make it into it? Uh, season one? Oh, I finished. I finished the first season of the boys. Oh, you did? Okay. Halfway into the comic series. Oh, oh my in the bad. comic book series, I think I made it to like middle of the point, so about issue thirty something. Because I think it ran sixty or seventy issues. They're actually right now doing the sequel to it called Dear Becky, I think is what it's called. But yeah, soup and. The other guy from Supernatural is going to be the new Texas Walker. Yeah, that's right. I, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jared is the new Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, I kind of wonder who they'll get to play the... Because Cheech was in that, right? Oh. Like the original Walker? Who was in that with him? I can't... I, actually, I can't even remember. I think it's Cheech Marin. It but I wonder who they'll get to play his part. I forgot about that. Yeah, when, whenever Soldier Boy attacks. Yeah. He screams out of state. What? He screams out of state? Just yeah. any state in, in general? The one panel they show here was he bashes Butcher with his shield and screams, Oregon! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it's going to be so good. God, I can't wait. Uh, so good. It's such a good... <laughs> and I think it's a lot has to do with Ennis had a lot more... Don't think he had as much say in Preacher because they took that show so many different directions than the book did. They took way too long to get the story going is I think what killed the show in the end. But on boys, it seems a lot tighter and more concise. I'm excited for season two, which I think is September. Scott, that is some mighty good news. I think so too, man. 
I feel full. I mean, are we done now? Is this the end of the podcast, or we think we can do I more? I think it was such a good news we could end it on that point, but I don't think we should. Okay, you know what? Let's keep going. All right. So that Avengers game is coming out Labor Day weekend. Oh, right. Did anybody play the beta? I did I have not. No. I didn't either. I'm at that point now where I don't play the demos because I don't want to trudge back through that part of the game again when I'm playing the full copy. Yeah, especially if you, if you know for a fact you're going to get the game. Yeah, exactly. My guess is you're going to get this on Xbox, right? Oh, yes, of course. Xbox <laughs> till the day I die. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm not going to have to stress out because first, to set this up, this game was first announced E3 2019, and it did not go over as well as I think Square thought it was. The character models were gross, to be honest. Yeah. And a lot of people were that. just underwhelmed, which sucks because the team that's doing it has a really good pedigree because they did the last Tomb Raider trilogy, which is super good. Oh, yeah, they were amazing. So it started coming out. The beta's come. Beta's kind of mixed feelings, but people seem to be this could be something here. Then they announced that Spider-Man was going to be exclusive to the PlayStation. That's really pissed off a lot of people. And I think I understand because... yeah. If you buy the game on one system and you don't get the full experience that you would on the other system, that's a little shitty. I mean, obviously, Sony probably threw some money down. I don't know, but because they said that Xbox is not going to have any exclusive characters. Somebody did a data mine Mm -hmm. from the beta. They don't see any other exclusive characters showing up in the data mine. It's kind of shitty. It is. I've never liked the, even if it was on, because I play more on Xbox, so even if it was on an Xbox exclusive, I still don't like it. It's not a good thing for fans yeah. and for gamers. It just really isn't. No. It's kind of a cheap shot, too, because it literally devalues every other version of the game. It does. Yeah. It absolutely does. It's not that you're getting more with ones that all the others now just have less. Yep. Yeah. I, I remember back when Soul Calibur did that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but... that's right. They did. I think. I think they had on um, Soul Calibur. Each system had their own special character, though. Right. So at least there was something for each format, depending on who you wanted to play as the most. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The Nintendo one was Link, right? Yeah, I think it was Link. Yeah. Nintendo was Link. PlayStation was Kratos. Yes. Vader. Kratos. And I think that was a different one that had Yoda and Vader. Yeah, okay. it was. Yeah, I think it was. Kratos on PlayStation and Xbox had Spawn. Because oh, it's Spawn. Yes, it was and that Spawn. Right. made sense. Well, that one that made no no sense, but I guess they didn't want to do Master Chief. No. Yeah, that made sense <laughs> because it was characters that were just owned by that company, right? And you know, the companies are never going to do like Marvel and DC used to do crossovers. There's never going to be a Smash Brothers with Master Chief and Kratos and Link all fighting in the same arena. Well, nothing legal that will have all that in it. And then at that point, it's just started downhill roll i guess there's gonna be verizon is gonna have costumes for the marvel game (laughs) oh god yeah that was what yeah i didn't hear about this worst part was when i first saw that i think i saw it on the jimquisition video about it where i thought it was like a russian it was a a throwback to like the russian team that used to yeah 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 yep I was like, okay, cool. That's that's kind of cool. I like that. We'll do the do that style. Then it was like, this is the Verizon skins. I don't want to touch this game ever now. That's no. crazy. Twitter user Play Avenger compiled a list of unannounced exclusive content for the upcoming superhero game, which includes skins, emotes, and future cosmetic releases. Basically, saying they're going to have so many different 
Verizon's going to have their costumes. This place might have costumes. And I mean, it's just like when when Final Fantasy VII came out and you could get a Butterfinger and get like a sword for Cloud in Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating that they're doing... Oh, and also like those who purchase special packs of five gum in the U.S. can also claim in-game uh, emotes. <laughs> yes. Wow. The five gum skins do look pretty cool. It's weird. I wonder if Pornhub's going to have any. <laughs> God, I hope so. But it's just one of those things where it just starts to feel a little gross to me. At this point, I'm just hoping there's a decent single-player game that I can spend some time in, and yep. I can just just ignore the multiplayer bullshit. I don't like the fact that the classic costumes, I don't know if you can actually unlock them in-game or if they're all underneath a paywall, but I do know you're not allowed to use any of the classic costumes in the actual game. And anything that you add to your character, I guess to get them more powers, does not show up on your game model when you're playing the single player. I, hmm. Some weird stuff with this game. I hope it's okay because, like I said, good pedigree, but the more news that's coming out, the more depressed I think I am about this. That's how I felt when the Dark Tower movie came out. Oh god, I remember that, man. You were unconsolable for a I was. Days. I was. Did you I ever was. see that? No, no, to this day, I've not watched it. Now, dare we think that there's more news to talk about? Uh, I mean, there could be. Well, speaking of brand deals, okay, new hit sensation game Fall Guys nice. has found a way to turn all of the vulturing brands that have been looking at their wonderful game with its wonderful player numbers, licking their lips about it, they have found a way to start a Twitter brand war. Since the launch of the wildly successful Battle Royale Fall Guys, Twitter brands have been falling all over themselves to get their products and or services represented as in-game costumes. And yesterday, the developers Mediatonic launched a two-week Battle of the Brands event. What they're doing is the brand that donates the most to gamer charity Special Effect will secure the coveted tie-in. That's a quote from the Kotaku article that I found out about this. Now, at the time of the article... The bidding was at $130,000 for special effect. Really? Wow. Just checked it real quick. Okay. First off, if you've not heard of special effect, they're a wonderful organization. And what they focus on are helping kids with disabilities get better access to technology and specifically games. Okay. So they're the ones that build like the rigs where the kids with cerebral palsy can use the one good hand and then like their chin to steer to control oh, okay, the, yeah sure okay and so that's what they focus on that's pretty awesome yeah as of two hours ago peaks 15 who is a or pqs PQ, pqs uh, he's an influencer whatever that means <laughs> we're old <laughs> he raised it to three hundred and twenty-five thousand. Oh damn to beat out mr beast okay by the time this goes live no idea how much they're actually gonna oh, make yeah. they figured out a way you know what we're going to be the new Fortnite at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the new big thing right now. Yeah. Let's put capitalism to good use. And I'm happy about that. Yeah, that's so brilliant. Because this whole, the company, I don't know what the company's name that does Fall Guys, but their social media has been on point. Mediatonic were the developers and Devolver Digital were the publishers. They've already done an update where they tweaked some stuff and added a stage, with the, which I think was a big favorite during the beta sessions and they've already talked about they're going to do like seasons of it i think it's brilliant and you know funko was just salivating to get 
Oh, of course they are. To get that license, because they'll start doing Fall Guys and Batman outfits, Fall Guys and the Simpsons outfits, Fall Guys, Spider-Man, if I dare pray. There's so much they can do. I got a Spider-Man outfit right now in Fall Guys. Well, it's at least a webbing outfit. (laughs) I have seen the webbing outfit. It's like, eh, it's like Spider-Man. And I was excited. You don't take this from me, Boston. I was so happy when I saw that. I, I spent all my coins that I had saved up to buy that. Yeah. But you've been playing it a lot, Scott, right? Like, you're actually going to play it tonight? Yeah, I'm supposed to, right, I'm supposed to be playing it tonight. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's super fun, man. It, it's, it's, you know, it can be frustratingly hard. Yeah. Very fun. How far are you in? Tell me what level are you at? Oh, gosh. I'm only like level, I think, three. Okay. Have you won the crown at all? No, no. <laughs> I have definitely not won the crown. I've, I've made it to like, I don't know, around three or four. Uh, but I've, I've not won a single thing. There's been times where I'm probably playing a few times in a row and I can't even get past the first round. So. The level that I hate the most is the one where the doors are moving because that very yes. last one. Yes, trying to make that s- jump yep. two at yeah. the same time. Oh, God, yeah, that's so frustrating. It pissed me off. Yeah. I do have a Love new goal it. in life, though, now. Oh. Yeah, because what we were just talking about, I want to be an influencer when I grow up. Yeah. Like, are we want to be like an influencer where like, we influence kids to do meth? That's... I mean, I, I don't know what I was going that. for. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. cool. I mean, I would rather have some cool kids instead of some stupid, yeah. lame kids. At one point, I was really upset about the whole naming them influencers rather than just celebrities. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. There is something a little different about influencers versus celebrities. You can't just sit down with Will Ferrell at any point and be like, hey, so tell me more about Ron Burgundy. You can't sit down with Steve Carell or Tom Holland and just like, chat with them. But the Fall Guys media, you can tweet to them and they'll write you back. Yeah. Not for disrespect. You can say something and he'll call you a slur on air. <laughs> you can interact with them more yeah. than you can with that aspect of like, you're part of something with <laughs> with the social media. Right. It's more like an uh, interactive fan yeah, base. Yeah, and... And yeah. they're way more than that, because I know, like, my friend Kaylin was talking the other day that her sister, you know, has, like, four or five TikTok accounts, and she was super <laughs> excited because one of her favorite influencers liked one of her TikToks. Oh. It's nothing I'm going to really, really hate on, because I never, I told myself when I was young, I never wanted to be that guy that did not understand some of the young people's yeah, stuff. The young people today. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to be Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. You kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> I mean, I still remember the day that Penn Jillette responded to one of my tweets. Penn Jillette of Penn and Teller responded to one of my tweets. And oh, I that's lost awesome. my shit. Oh, oh that's awesome. Just, I was running around the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Was it one of your magic stuff? It was, uh, I was, I, I tweeted that I was on like, my fifth re-listen of God Know, uh-huh. one of his books, and he responded with this, like, it was just literally like, wow, dot, 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 thanks. Huh. I guess he was just like, wow, you, someone, you, you've listened to it that many times. What? what, what? Huh. Oh. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, and, and that would be the kind of cool thing, I think, if you could ever get any kind of like celebrity kind of like that. It's just, you know, responding to somebody's tweet is really going to make their day. I mean, you got to hope that it doesn't get a point where then suddenly they become like obsessed with you. You love me, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and decide that it's a coded message that you want them to wear your skin. That's, <laughs> that's what you have to watch out for. Right. Gosh, it feels like, man, this would be a perfect point if we had like 
if Bingy could join us and talk about something. Man, if only Bingy could join us from somewhere and talk about something. I feel like, like we what? should somehow be able to make it happen. It's 2020, you know? Uh, I don't know, man. We're not influencers. I don't know if we We're have not, that power. But... Oh, well. We have a, a really good show here. We can do this. We do have a really good show, but... Well, maybe if we if we believe really, really hard. Okay, guys. Okay. Oh, what if we do like the Wizard of Oz thing? Does anybody have any red slippers? Uh, yes, but they they don't match this outfit, so I'm not going to put them on. Do it, do it for Bingy, man. What if we close our eyes and count the three and see what happens? All right, let's do it. All right, all right. Okay. One, one, two, two three. three. Hello, hello everyone. Bingy here, and welcome back to What's the Bing Idea? Yeah, we actually got a title for this segment now. Awesome. Now, I mentioned in level 1-1 that I was going to be talking about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot next, but a little surprise came along the way that stopped me on my tracks to get onto this next game. But don't worry, I'm going to get into Dragon Ball Z Kakarot in the next segment. Promise. I get a notification on the official PlayStation YouTube channel for Super Hot Mind Control Delete. I went, oh, cool, I played the first game. In fact, I actually talked about it from the very first iteration of the show years ago. So I wanted to see what they were gonna do next. It turns out that this game was gonna be coming out for free for people who have purchased Super Hot. That's right, free. And who am I to turn down a free game from these talented developers? Seriously, Super Hot team, thank you so much for making this game free and it was well worth the wait. Gameplay is still pretty much the same. You move forward, time moves forward, bits of red data are trying to kill you, you can dodge bullets and pretend like you're in a John Woo film. You know, it's it's still the same feeling. But there is more. <laughs> oh, there's so much more. In fact, the word more has more meaning in this game than really it should be, uh, apart from the quote-unquote story that's going on in here. I have not played Super Hot VR, so maybe I'm a little bit behind on the lore. If you're expecting to find out what's really going on in this game, you might be a little bit disappointed on. But it pales in comparison to what the gameplay is really all about. Kicking some fucking ass. And with more maps, more enemies, and more power-ups, that feeling is amplified times two. Now instead of a linear fashion that the first game was, Mind Control Delete now has levels, which are called nodes. And as you progress further, not only will you be able to get any tiny bit of super hot lore going on, but you also get these power-ups that are called hacks. And these hacks can generate from starting the level with just a katana, increased damage from throwing objects, having your gun recoil a lot faster than usual, also basically having your punches be super goddamn powerful. And other power-ups, like switching from body to body, and also recalling your katana blade right back at you after throwing it. Suffice to say, this game is still a lot of fucking fun. And it can be a challenging game, too, with a specific level in mind that uh, actually has you go against 100 swarms of enemies. I'm not joking, but I can't tell you without you actually seeing me play the game, that feeling that you get right after you beat a challenging level like that makes you feel so satisfied. And then having you watch that replay in full motion, like fast and everything, it's, oh, it's such a good feeling. Now, after beating it, do I think that there's more room for a Super Hot 3 in the future? Maybe 
it really depends on if they're going to try to maybe expand more about the lore about this game. But I honestly think that this, if this was their magnum opus, if this was their way of saying this is the last great game that we wanted to make for Super Hot, then they did a great job. This was a lot of fun to play, and I highly recommend. And again, it's free for people who have purchased the first Super Hot game, so you may already have it right now in your library, and it's just sitting there waiting for you to open it up and play more of it because this game gives you more and it will satisfy you with more yeah that didn't sound creepy at all so yeah i thought this would be a nice little mini segment for today uh to get myself ready to talk about dragon ball z kakarot because i've got some things to say about it so until next time folks this is bingy and keep on gaming They say there is a catalyst at the heart of the cinema experience, a social contract, a binding dynamic power that lifts the cinematic experience into a realm of intimate connection between the audience and the screen and the stars in the heavens beyond, they say. But who are they? Some conceited, pretentious fuckwads who try to piss in your pocket and tell you it's raining. Well, fuck that shit. I got a movie coming out. It's called Unhinged. I'm not fucking with you. It's called Unhinged. And it's gonna be in cinemas. Off you go. Ah, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. That was... I'm very glad that you you introduced that to me, Ryan. So thank yeah, you. You're welcome. I I do believe that segues into your next story there. Yes. So as you all just saw or heard. The, yes. As you just and maybe even saw if we if we actually put the link of it. I'll put the links in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, but... we're professional. Oh, we're professional sure. AF. Oh, for sure. Professional ass fun. Uh huh. For all you kids out there. Yeah. So movie theaters have basically been closed down since the middle to end of March. For the last few months, kept rallying going, hey, this is the week we're coming back, guys. And then they kind of changed their plans. But it does look like this Friday is full throttle ahead. ahead. And some people say, hey, movie theaters, you're unhinged to be opening theaters again during a pandemic. Ah. I, ah, I, I, yes. Why did you choose to use that word? I am funny. <laughs> but the thing that's awesome about this is so many movies, Bill and Ted, Mulan, that Tom Hanks battleship movie, all decided, you know what? Wait, what? There's a Tom Hanks battleship movie that's, that made it all over his own Apple Plus now. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Basically, all those were like, you know what? We're just going to go here. We're not going to try to bring our movie out this year but not Russell Crowe and Unhinged because, and I think this is brilliant, it's going to be really the first Hollywoodish type movie that's hit a theater in almost six months. Mm -hmm. And I think with trailers like that, I get a real good like taken vibe about this, that it's going to make a lot of money off of that trailer and just the fact that it's going to be the only game in town yeah. for at least at least a couple of weeks. The only thing about this movie, because like, don't get me wrong, I, I Russell Crowe, Mm, mm -hmm. God. But like, that's actually what scares me about this movie is it because it feels like 
it, it reminds me of when the Joker trailers first dropped. Yeah. It's like, ooh, I think there's going to be a lot of single white dudes that are going to read into this movie incorrectly. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we thought that was going to happen with Joker, and it, I guess it did in a way, but not as bad as some people thought it was going to be. That bad, yeah, with Joker. Yeah, it, it wasn't as bad as... And also, I think because everybody was like expecting it to happen, that's yeah. why it did. <laughs> right. I think people are just going to have... Like, just be f- happy they're at a movie theater again and kind yeah. of feel, even though they're going to be wearing masks and be apart from each other, yeah. that they can actually start feeling a little normal again. Let's just hope they don't experience any road rage after the movie's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that, that looks pretty violent in parts. Like, the part where <laughs> oh, he, yeah. that cop is dead. Yeah, that oh, cop is dead. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that cop is dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did. It's been kind of funny because, like, Crow has had a weird last couple of years because like he got divorced in 2018 and then had this giant auction where he was auctioning off all his memorabilia from his movies. I know because John Oliver paid $600,000 for his jockstrap from Cinderella man. Yes. I remember that now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> why not? And something crazy where John Oliver bought the Cinderella jockstrap during Russell Crowe's divorce auction last month by donating all of Oliver's money to Australia's Zoo Wildlife Hospital, which is now called the John Oliver Koala Chlamydia Award. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then I think John Oliver then donated the Cinderella Man jockstrap to like the last remaining blockbuster in America. Yes. Where, where is that, by the way? Do you know? It's now an Airbnb. It just got chance transformed into an Airbnb. Okay. Where I was think. it though? Uh, let me look. Uh, Oregon. This is how amazing our show is. Not only were we able to conjure Benji up out of no, out of thin air. Yeah. But we also have the Google, which is crazy. that's crazy. We have the Google, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Bend, Oregon. Good job. Good job, oh. Austin. But I think it's now the world's last blockbuster is now open for slumber parties, so people can win <laughs> it. And the inside is still done just like a blockbuster, but I think there's a living room set up now. So that's kind of cool. That is very cool. But yeah, but I think it's, it's going to be kind of interesting to see like how long the theaters stay open. I know we're finally getting new mutants the week after. I still don't think I'm going to be comfortable enough to go to a movie. Plus I don't know if I want to sit there for two hours with a mask on. I hate already having to wear like 3d glasses (sighs) at movies. (laughs) There's part of me that would be scared to go back out because my partner and I just recently went out to a restaurant for the first time. Okay. Went outside and like avoided everyone like the plague. Funny. <laughs> I kind of want to go back yeah. to a theater yeah. just because the last time we were in a theater was Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Which you liked though, right? I was okay, okay. with it. I, I I had a good time as you should do with a movie like that. Like yeah. it's there for fun, but it's one of those, like, I don't want to die knowing that that was the last movie I saw in a theater. Right. You know what? That's fair. That's what, a good point. What was your Scott? Can you remember like the last movie oh, you saw in theater? Dang. What was it? Honestly, I don't. It's been that long. I cannot remember. Okay. Mine. Did you see Sonic the Hedgehog? I did not see Sonic the Hedgehog. No. Okay. Mine was that Ben Affleck movie where he's a drunk coach for a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, got, God, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I just got back from Knoxville from a funeral, and I decided I want to see a movie, and that was the last, that was the only show pl- thing playing during that time frame. It was also a gloomy, rainy day, 
So watching a movie about a guy that was fighting alcoholism right. wasn't really, and it's not a happy ending story either. So it was just a bad choice all the way around. It's a, it was a bad choice. Halfway through the movie, I started looking at my phone and playing okay. Dr. Mario. And for you to have your phone out in a well, movie theater is saying It's bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you, my second piece of news. Speaking of things that are miserable and make you sad. <laughs> well. Well, the this this game can uh, it's that hard. Uh, so, <laughs> huh. finally releasing the new Battletoads. Nice. Which you know, if if anyone's played Battletoads back in the day, as Boston said, it could make you want to break something. So yes, <laughs> but it's super fun. But another thing I'm excited about it is that it's coming to Game Pass as well. So you know, if yep. you've got a Game Pass, you can play day one for free, and it's it's three player co op local. I already have it installed online. I think it's online and local, a three-player yep. co-op. Yep, yep. Hi, everybody. Editor Boston here to remind everybody that, no, in fact, Battletoads does not have online co-op. It is couch co-op only, which, while that makes my heart happy, has apparently enraged most of the internet. And back to your regularly scheduled programming. So with the Game Pass games, which are free to play if you have Game Pass, yeah, they already let you go ahead and preload the games as oh, well? Oh, yeah, you can pre-download it right now. I think Boston already has. Yep, it is, yeah, uh, it is installed and waiting to go. Right. That's insane. So pretty much day one, you can just it'll all be installed, ready to go. Cross promotional. I'm just looking here now. There's a Battletoads Easter egg in Grounded. Really? Yeah. Oh, there. Yep, I already experienced it. Yeah, there's one of the uh, action figures you find laying around in the yard. Yeah, I ran across oh, that. Yep. Cool. And you I, both have played it, right? Oh yeah. I know uh, this. Okay. Yeah, I played some of the early access version. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I've not played the full version yet. Is the full I, version out yet? Is it out? The full version? I thought it was because they, they keep advertising it. Maybe that's still just the early it, access. Yeah, I don't think it is. I, I know they did a, an update. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, they did an update recently, but it was just bug fixes. Okay, how does it feel to you guys? Does it feel like basically still like an early access game? It, I mean, it does, but you can see the potential. Okay, it's a very cool like survival game. Got all the basic aspects, you know, collecting all your materials and things like that. The spiders, though, in the game is what makes <laughs> it so intense. Did you play with the spider slider? Mm, the spider slider, no. So there is an arachnophobia mode. Oh, that right. No, I did not. So how, so how does that work? Is it, do they just blur it out or it looks it looks weird or what? Yeah, it effectively it takes away the most spidery aspects. Okay. Uh, to make it look a bit more cartoonish and less huh. horrifying. Gotcha. <laughs> but if you go all the way through, it effectively makes it look like the this almost like a giant slug more like like it's a okay uh, these two like just globes <laughs> <laughs> these two like just like jelly balls that kind of float around wow it's a little more hideous in my opinion yeah i think i might be more afraid of that than a spider right yeah it's like not a spider i think there was there was one place talking about it it does open it's really cool because it does open up that venue to be like oh well what if we you know, make games that don't have fucking spiders in them since, what is it, like 40% of humanity is fucking arachnophobic? Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and these spiders are terrifying in this game. I mean, they People can terrifying. actually play your game. Oh, God, yes. I, oh, yeah, I'll be walking around. I'll see, a, I'll see a blade of grass moving, and I was like, oh, shit, that's a fucking spider. I got to go. Like, you cannot yeah. mess with spiders, at least not in the early versions of the games. Or of the okay. game. Okay. So, but you think... There's a lot there that just needs a little bit more polishing. Well, there, a lot of the content, like story-wise content, and the, the, some of the game actually itself isn't actually ready or been made yet. So I mean, it's it's got a lot of potential, 
for what little is there, but it's but it's still super fun. I'm having a blast with it, even though it's not a full a finished game yet. Nice. The Battletoad NES game, I think that one you can still find some places, right? Why mm-hmm. have has nobody like, especially with this game about to come out? Why has nobody like put up on like the Xbox Store or anything like the Battletoads and Battle Mania or the Battletoads arcade game, which I they should. I have. remember digging that like back at Aladdin's Castle in the day. That would have been a brilliant move, in my, in my opinion. I have no idea why. Because uh, like, Battletoads has a has a huge cult following, so I mean that people would have got that. And the license has to be has to be with Microsoft now. I think because they bought Rare, and I think Rare was Battletoads. Yeah, which is why it's coming out on Xbox right now. And surely it can't be like it's lost in time. I mean, somebody I out there has to have the code. So I, I I don't have the answer to that. I have no idea why they haven't. And I don't remember really if Battletoads Battle Maniacs was actually any good or not. No, I don't either. I just don't remember that because I remember I hated that first one so much. I mean, I loved it, it, but goddamn. Some of the stages, like the cycle stages. Me and Aelin played through it with the Game Shark. Oh, the good old Game Shark. Wow. I think we still beat it, but it was still impossible almost to beat. And then the ending is stupid. I hate to say this in a way, but I almost, I really kind of hope that the new one has the same level of difficulty. Oh, because geez. it almost wouldn't feel like a true Battletoads game if it didn't. I'm sure it's going to be the Dark you know? Souls of side-scrollers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm going to be so mad. All right. Hey, but at least we can play together, you know? Yeah. And we can yes. be in misery at the same time. Can we, and all three, all three of us can all play. All three of us can play. Time. Absolutely. Yeah. It'll be fun. Fun, fun. Gosh. Speaking of co-op. Okay. Pretty soon, a wonderfully horrible game is going to be getting a co-op update. The Untitled Goose Game is going to be getting a free update on September 23rd, as a second Terrible Goose will be added to the game. Oh my so, god. I saw that trailer today, and it's fucking delightful. Yeah. It's so, so adorable. Yes, it Do is. Do you think it's going to add any two-goose mayhem things you have to do to complete, or you think it's just going to be the same puzzles, but now you can do it as two-goose geese? To me, it looked like there were some things that were updated to be more co-op like to to work together yeah because like there was one where it was like you're handing you're handing some stuff through a fence mm-hmm. which oh, i yeah. don't know if that was in the original game or not but yeah there were, there were a few that definitely felt so it may just make some of the original puzzles easier but it looks like there were a few puzzles that were added on okay uh, my favorite part is either when the geese uh pop their heads up from behind the pole or when they're all just running around tormenting that little kid <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's going to be so good. Such a really good game. There's going to be a Steam and Itch.io versions coming out soon. Okay, nice. Sorry, on the same day, yeah, 23rd, it'll oh, be available okay. on Steam and Itch.io. If you're one of those players that just loves that physical copy because you have multiple Switches in your house or you have multiple people with Switches, <clears throat> MIT, huh. a physical version of the Untitled Goose game for PS4 and Nintendo Switch will be open and set to be released on September 29th. Perfect. Is this the first time it's come to Steam? Yes. So far, it's if you wanted it on PC, you've had to go through the Epic Game Store. Okay. Yeah, that fun thing that you love so much. It's it's one of those things where like I, I accept it, especially since we're going to talk about them in just a moment. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Another segue. <laughs> you are killing these segues. Yeah, the Epic Game Store. It, so... I, it's it's one of those weird things where I'm happy 
I don't like the fact that there's this weird exclusive thing going on. It's one of the reasons why I big fan of GOG and Itch.io in that they allow you to buy DRM free versions of the games so you can play them on your terms when you want. Fuck off Steam and Epic. Yeah. Epic being the assholes that they were caused Steam to give developers a better cut of the product. Like with Epic's charging, especially with some of the exclusives and the ones that are on the Epic Game Store, if you release your game through the Epic Game Store, you don't pay as much. Well, I think now it's about evened out, but you didn't pay as much as you did with Steam. Okay. Which was how they were getting some of those exclusives. And now, in a weird way, as we can move on to our final topic, they're trying to do that kind of with Apple right now. Like, What do you mean? So what happened was earlier this week, time of recording, Epic released a way for you to buy the V-Bucks in Fortnite directly from Epic and not have to go through the Apple App Store or through through the Apple Store or the Google App Store. Okay. You can just go straight to Epic, buy the V-Bucks, and you skip the middleman entirely. Okay. Which means that Apple lost money on this, right? Apple lost a lot of money okay. because it was a violation of the terms and service. So Apple and Google cut Fortnite from their app stores. Oh, wow. Here's, here's the two things that are both important and weird about this. Okay. For one, Epic released almost immediately a whole campaign called 1980 Fortnite. Huh. where they recreated the uh, the Apple 1984 commercial with the smashing of the TV and all that weird yeah 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 shit yeah and they clearly had that in the, like they they knew what was going to happen as soon as they superseded the app stores yeah and so they already had that in waiting <laughs> like, yeah, they already had it made oh, yeah. ready to they probably ready already had, they yeah. probably already talked to their to their lawyers to see like mm-hmm. what could happen here so, but also in the process, it has made quite a bit of light that Apple, at least, is taking 30% of all the sales to the App Store. Whoa. Like of any, wow. It's the largest cut that any of the distributors like that take. Wow. That's a huge amount. Right. And imagine if you're like a like a smaller game company. That's the weird thing about this is it's like, if Epic wins... The Apple has responded saying, we're not making an exception for you. It's 30% meh. So if Epic can get Apple to drop the cut, that would be a a win for all developers Mm -hmm. in that they can make more money through the App Store. Okay. At the end of the day, Epic's not doing it for the little guy. Epic is doing it. So they can make millions more dollars. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. About the same time. What's the status of this kind of like battle right now? Last that I heard, Apple had just made the statement of we're not making an exception for Epic. For Epic, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I've not seen anything new as far as the. So is is Epic still able to sell these the stuff directly with bypassing Apple and Google right now, or is are they on a halt? Or I mean, yes. However, there's you can't play it <laughs> oh right that's true yeah. oh so people playing it like an apple product are playing it through like the play store just are completely sol right now. they just can't play it at all as i understand yes the only places to play it are like a pc version or xbox or, Nintendo, yeah console playstation or, yeah. or switch which probably hurts the poor switch i mean switch version's probably got a lot of people but i know the switch version is set up to where they can 
only play with smartphone users. Fortnite has big cloud. I mean, it forced Sony to start doing cross-play for some of their games. Yeah, that's a big deal, too. Which is crazy because of how how many places have been fighting for that beforehand. But yeah, Epic, Epic did uh, get... Something that even Call of Duty couldn't get. Nope, Call of Duty couldn't do it. Uh, Rocket League tried for a long time. Yeah. And Fortnite had the actual leverage to be like, mm, okay. Yeah, and it's not like slowing down. I mean, I know one of our favorite listeners is all in the PUBG camp, but uh, Fortnite seems to still be the king of this battle royal genre. At the end of the day, they just want their money, but it could be, depending on how this plays out, it could be a big win for small-time developers. Yep, and that's, I guess, really how it has to be, is like the big company does something and the small, the the poor just somehow benefit in some way. It's not definitely <laughs> the richest uh, plan, but it just happens, I guess. Yeah, I mean, kind of like the American Revolution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I guess there is chum in the water too, right? Because now Microsoft is going after Apple as well. Is that right? Uh, I'm not familiar with that part. So what's going on is the Microsoft's Game Pass. I don't, I don't know what the reason behind it is yet, but Apple is not letting them be on any of their products. Really? If you're trying to go through the Apple Store at all, for what you, the Game Pass is just not there. And I don't know why. I don't know what the reason is. But I know Microsoft is definitely not happy about it. Because it can be that Apple's just trying to make sure people are playing the Apple Arcade, because I think even though there's a few bright spots in the Apple Arcade, I mean, they, they can't think. I, that's <laughs> that something that, game, that would make yeah. sense, though, that you it's like they, they think that there's some sort of a competition for their for their products, I guess, but I don't necessarily know why. That's so weird, because Microsoft wants it to where you can get the game pass and play Anywhere, right? That's their, whole, that's their whole campaign strategy. Uh, they, yep. they want you to be able to play their games anywhere anywhere you want. Would, no matter pretty much what platform you have, whether it be a console, you know, computer, mobile phone, they just want you to be able to play their games anywhere. Yeah, that's their whole kind of marketing strategy. There had been a rumor last year around, right, about I think a month or two right before E3 that Microsoft was going to team up with the Switch and do kind of the same thing. Where Yeah, I heard something about that. I don't know what whatever happened with that, though. Yeah, I don't know if they're still planning that or they just decided to go their own way. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But yeah, but that's so weird that Apple would do that unless they just weren't happy with whatever piece of the pie they were after. I guess. Yeah, that's so bizarre, but that just kind of, in a way, hurts Apple because if if you can get it everywhere else... What's the point of Apple? I mean, it's not, there's no exclusive. So I've got a couple of quotes here. Uh, One from Apple. uh, It says, the App Store was created to be a safe and trusted place for customers to discover and download apps and a great business opportunity for all developers. Before they go on to on our store, all apps are reviewed against the same set of guidelines that are intended to protect customers and provide a fair and level playing field to developers. Then Microsoft's response Apple stands alone as the only general purpose platform to deny consumers from cloud gaming and game subscription services like Xbox Game Pass. It consistently treats gaming apps differently, applying more lenient rules to non-gaming apps, even when they include interactive content. So, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. I know. Wow, okay. Still not, even by, even with uh, Apple's quote there, still doesn't really explain to me what the, what the reason is. I'm not sure I understand that. No, I'm sure either. But I guess all these stories will probably play out in the next couple of weeks because yeah, um, I would say so. Just like anything, just like with AMC when they were going against Paramount and saying, you know what, 
we're not playing any of your Fast and the Furious movies or Jurassic Park movies anymore because what you did with Trolls. It's just the big companies kind of grandstanding. I'm sure sooner or later they're going to see all the movie that's money that's being left on the table. Yeah, it all comes down to money in the end anyway. Yep. Capitalism will always win in the end. Yep. Yep, as always. Well, you know, on that happy well, note. <laughs> on that happy note. Well, we thank everybody for checking out this new addition to the lineup and trying out this new format. So if you like it, please let us know somewhere on the internet. If you don't like it, please let us know somewhere on the internet. Just don't let me know because it'll hurt my feelings. It will. Yeah, Ron's sense too sensitive for that kind of nonsense. Until next time, we are BRBAFK reminding you, never read the comment section. Never. Never, ever. Ever, ever.